previously. I, I've looked at some of the security stuff, um, like uh, Security Plus, and like the books and some of the materials out there. And it's like just concept after concept after concept. It's like after like an hour of that, you, you're like bored out of your mind. So oh. I'm really glad to hear what you've done. Yeah. You know, that came from me having the exact same experience as that going, I cannot stay engaged with this. This PowerPoint, is, death by PowerPoint. Oh, yeah, I mean, man, we've all been there and we've all had to come back from the brink of like going, oh, I, I'm, I'm ready to just toss in the towel. This is, this is not fun. It's terrible, right? yeah. Right? Why, why, why can't it be fun? Why can't it be, hey, run over to Volnhub, grab this vulnerable machine, and let's do this stuff that we're talking about here. Okay, so I want I want to interrupt you right now, sorry, because yeah. you've mentioned Volnhub. Yeah. So I, I've heard a lot of guys talk about Hack the Box, uh, Try Hack Me. Can you explain Volnhub and how it's different or better? Or, sure. You know, what, how, how does it compare to the to the other two, which te- tend to be more well-known? Yeah, so uh, Volnhub has taken the idea of let's create a of an environment that is purposefully flawed, uh, a CTF, right? A capital. This is the the general term that we use for this CTF. It's basically yep. just a a hacking puzzle, and make it instead of an online experience where you use a VPN or you come in through a web portal, and instead of that, you use your own local virtualization, or maybe you have like an extra machine, and you drop that on there, you spin it up, you connect it with a network connectivity of some way, shape, or form, and you hack at it. You go for broke. You try to get what you can get and see if you can solve the puzzle. So it's, it's actually different to hack the box, yeah? So it is different to hack the box, but not by a ton. Um, hack the box. You're running it locally, is that right? You're running hack the it box. Lo- right. Hack the box is going to be up in the cloud. You get a, a VPN connectivity pack. You download that. You run OpenVPN. You gain connectivity. And then you start connecting up in the cloud, which is good because then it kind of gives you that more of a, of a real world experience, right? That idea that this is in the internet and it's not sitting here on my local network. Not a huge deal one way or the other, honestly, but it does kind of yeah. give you some some difference. Uh, you got to be able to work with that technology. Uh, where this is going to be local virtualization. I download a virtual appliance. I import it into my virtualization technology. And honestly, you need to be running multiple different virtualization technologies because some of the, these are all like user-created people that are just passionate about the uh, industry, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Some of them are created by professionals that that do this and have done CTFs, and they're all really cool. All the stuff like from Pentester Lab, they make some great CTF stuff that's on Vulnhub. Highly recommend that stuff. Um, some of them are built to be kind of like, um, what's the word? Like uh, hacking gymnasiums where, hey, we've got a lot of the typical attack vectors that you're going to see in real life land in here. So now you can, if you're learning about SQL injection, there's going to be a SQL injection here. You just got to find it. And if you can find it, how far can you exploit it? So you get to flex those muscles, build them up, build those skill sets up using these things. And then, of course, some of them are very uh, gamified, puzzle-like, story-driven, which I, I kind of really like because it kind of gives it that context yeah. that a, a lot of uh, this can be missing. Context can be key as far as learning goes to make things stick in your brain, have higher retention of those concepts if there's a good context wrapped around it. That is something I also try to do in my 
my one-off, my, my, um, what I call a hands-on uh, series that I created, which was let's use context, a story, to make this more understandable and solidify those concepts that we are attempting to use so that when I build a methodology, I have multiple ways in which I have used my skills to go, this generally seems to be a, the right way to, to go. And every now and then I got to deviate from the norm and, and reach into my, uh, what do they say, go beyond my comfort zone and, and try to do some Googling or whatever. And then, okay, now I've got a new set of skills and it's tied to something you were doing. Again, you're going to get a higher retention rate like that. So I like to take those certifications, build up as much applicable uh, content as possible. And then on top of that, creates, this is all practical so whatever you're doing, and then come back using things like in my hands-on hacking series, I grab a ton of uh, VMs from Vulnhub, and we use those as our as our story, right? Do we use those? I'm as glad our, you. I'm glad you. I'm glad you're talking about that. So now I'm going to put you back on your island, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So you've you've got like hack the box, try hack me, Vulnhub. I don't know if there are any others that you like, but. You know, can you mention if there are any others that you like, and then give me the one that gets you off the island. So, which is your, which is your favorite if you're starting out, and which is like your favorite if you like more advanced in your career. So, I would say if you're starting out, something like TryHackMe is probably the best because they are a really great blend of holding your hand and you know your dad teaching you how to ride a bike without your training wheels, right? Yeah, they they're holding on to you, they're showing you exactly where to go, and then next thing you know. Where did dad go? He's gone and you're doing it yeah. all by yourself. So that's they, great. They have a great model of pushing you from, I don't, I really know what I'm doing and I need some help to, I've got some skills. I'm just going to go after some of these challenges and try to be challenged and see if I'm able to push myself beyond my comfort level and, and grow that. That's great. So I think that's, that's a great, great way. Um, hack the box can be, it's, it's, it's probably the more difficult. In it my, seems frustrating because they're kind of like yeah. forcing you to, you know, beat your head against a, a wall until you, you get it right. Yeah, they, they kind of take that OSCP mentality of just try harder. Try harder. Yeah. yeah. Which, which, I, which yeah. I mean, you and I have both been in training for many years. It's, it's okay to do that at some point. But, you know, if you're just starting out, you, you know, you've, you've got to at least like, I, I like the idea of mentoring or, or showing a path, yeah. you know, you know, just follow me. I'm not going to spoon feed you. In the beginning, I have to. Right. But I mean, I don't know if you agree with that, but I mean, that that like sort of like taking you along a path seems a better a better you know take me like you said the analogy with the father and, and the and the training wheels when you're learning to ride a bicycle yeah I think that that that's a better way in for especially if you just if you knew sorry to interrupt go on I, I appreciate the try ha the try me the try harder philosophy up to, up to the point to where it becomes useless right yeah. so there are there going to be those times where let's say I'm trying to drive a nail into a board. And I'm like, this is just not going. And I come over to a master carpenter and say, this nail will not drive in. And he goes, just try harder. So try I go harder. back yeah. and I hit yeah, harder and I hit harder and I, yeah. it's still not going. And they go, Ooh, you just got to keep trying harder. And what they need to do is go, you're using a spoon to try to drive a nail into a board. You should try <laughs> a hammer. I like that. Great, great analogy. Right? I like that. That, that would be better. That, that's better information. That's more helpful than... Try harder can be helpful, but every now and then it would be nice for someone to go, oh, well, you're, you're probably just not aware of this. You, you've just missed the boat on that, and I assumed you knew it. 
Let me fix that. Here you go. Here's what you need to know about that. Now, so see. Try hack, try hack Me takes you along that path. Sorry, is that right? Yeah, Try Hack Me takes you along the, let me, let me get you up to speed. And then as you gain skills, of course, it's all gamified, badges, cool stuff. Everybody loves it because it's fun, right? It's a lot of great stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a good platform. It works well. You can go through that, you know, HTML5 browser uh, experience and you don't, you don't have to spin anything up. You just log in and go. Or if you have your own, if you're running Kali or Parrot or whatever and uh, a Windows box or something, you can just VPN in and gain access that way. So whatever your pleasure, I like having options. I'm, I'm that kind of person. So I'm a Linux person. Give me options. <laughs> Let me do it my way and not tell me this is how you're supposed to do it, Apple. Um <laughs> hey, I like Apple. No, no, no. I'm kidding. No, I think you're right. I mean, it's and so Volnhub is more the is further down the the road. That's for like you, like more of a a more experienced person. Is that right? Actually, it's it's kind of a blending of the two. Okay. So because they are user created, it's not like an entity. By the way, Volnhub has been purchased or um, acquired is is the right terminology by Offensive Security, and now they have taken that platform. Volnhub's still free, still cool. They have their own platform now called. The Proving Grounds, I haven't had a chance to get into that yet. I totally want to check that out. Uh, but it's great that there's another option. Yeah. Right. And again, I go back to this. It's Babette's Feast for Red Teamers at this point to play around. I mean, you've got Juice Shop from OWASP. You've got Pentester Lab. You got, it's just tons of platforms out there for people to play around with. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, WebGoat and WebWolf. Uh, tons of uh, uh, B-Box and... Websploit, you've got Multiliday, you've got uh, DVWA. There's just so many things for you to be able to get out there and actually try to put some wheels on your security skills and use them and see, you know, you ever be in math class when you were in school and it just made so much sense when the teacher was sitting there explaining it to you. And then you got home and you tried to do your homework and you're like, I am dumb. (laughs) I I do not understand this apparently. Why was it easy then and now it's not easy now? That's what we. That's that's kind of what we want to be able to do, and that Bone Hub and all these other things are going to be your homework. Learn the thing, and then go try to apply the thing and see if you're able to do it successfully. And there's going to be varying levels of that. They do show that in Bone Hub, where someone will label, "Oh, this is an easy box, or this is a medium difficulty, or intermediate difficulty, or this is hard." That's a bit subjective with them. They don't have a standard for what that looks like. That's just based off of their own estimation of that. Sometimes I download an easy box. I'm like, who the heck thought this was easy? That's the problem. And I mean, yeah. that's why I think your your advantage, sorry, your your recommendation of try hack me is yeah. it's the same thing with Cisco Labs. You know, it's um, ah. if it's user created, it's you know, it could be all over the place. And and that that gets me to this thing. Sorry to jump around, um, Daniel, but. I've had this had this question quite a few times. Um, do you need to get CCNA before you go into hacking, um, ethical hacking, or are there any other prerequisite skills that you get? Because some people, I've seen it's this whole try harder mentality I've seen on some of the comments on my YouTube videos where uh, someone who's very new will ask a question, and it, it's a newbie question. But if you're brand new, you, you ask those kind of questions. We were all and then someone else will exactly, and then someone will just slam them. Um, and I, I don't think that really helps anyone. So, it, it, you know, absolutely what, right. I like. I hate to see that. I I don't see that as often as I used to. Thank goodness, because I think a lot of the people that went through that, uh, for for whatever reason, like you know, the hazing mentality was kind of a was a, a tradition. So I remember when I you know started. That, that's what really was a big barrier to me 
when I first got interested in security many moons ago, that you know, you ask a question and someone goes, "Stupid noob, RTFM," and yeah, and that helps no one. All right, okay, and then you you get discouraged and you you give up and you do other yeah. things because you eventually you've got to make a living. You've got to do yeah. something that you can do to to earn money to support yourself. So that's what I ended up doing. And then when it came when I came back around to it, and now I'm seeing a community of just phenomenal people understanding that don't be the jerk, right? Because nobody here likes the jerk. And if you are the jerk, we're gonna call you out and no one no one's gonna no one's gonna play with you until you decide, hey, I'm not I guess maybe I'm not being too cool. And and that's good, right? We we don't want you to come in. Everybody wants to share knowledge. Nobody wants to keep I mean, there are definite like secret sauce things that kind of people keep to themselves as a, you know, maybe I've got a zero day in my pocket or something like that. That can be beneficial to me as a professional in my work. But, you know, you see so many people just giving out information. Hey, learn from me. It's just beggars trying to show other beggars where to get bread all the time. And I, I love that. <laughs> That I can go out there. We, we all, it's like you said, we all started at zero. Right. We and, all started at zero. And, and I'm going to tell you that. right now, it doesn't matter how hot you are. There's something out there you don't know about it's, yet. Exactly. And there's something exactly. coming that hasn't even been invented yet that you're going to need to learn. Exactly. And so we're all in the same boat in some way, shape, or form. We just need to support each other. There's plenty of opportunity for everybody to have work. So let's let's share the wealth, right? Let's, let's have a good time. So, I mean... Sorry, Daniel. To get back, do you need to have CCNA? So the, my original oh, yeah. question, just to just to 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 rephrase it, yeah, do, are there pre is there prerequisite knowledge to get into this field, or can or what level of knowledge is required? Is it CCNA? Is it Network Plus? Is it uh, you know what do I need to get into this field, or is, is yeah. there no barrier? Yeah. So I'm I'm taking your question to mean like I, I want to be a security person. Do I need to start at ground zero? Uh, I hate to keep telling you this, but it does absolutely depend on what your skill level already is. If you already know the basics about operating systems, you've got a home network going, you administer, you've built your own firewall, you've, you know, you've employed maybe some like DNS solution, you're using encryption, you're, you're playing around things, you, you've got some experience, you, maybe you don't need that formalized end of thing. I never got Security Plus, right? I just, I kind of skipped that step. And, and that's fine. Does that mean I, I would never go get a Security Plus? Absolutely not. I, I get Security Plus today. If somebody handed me a voucher and said, go take it, I'd be like, heck yeah. I'm going to go grab that. Put that on my resume. It looks good. Shows that I'm staying current. I'm doing things. As far as your prerequisite knowledge base, this is really the question, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's hard. I know it's hard to quantify it. But, yeah. you know, I, I get some people that think you must go down this crazy long journey. Like, I must become a CCIE before no. I can become a... Like a, a pen tester, which is ridiculous. But no, you know, how far do I go through like networking, operating system, Linux? You know, where do you just decide to go for it? So I, I've met hackers who are making you know half a million dollars a year, and they never had any formalized training ever. They have no certs, yeah. they have nothing, and they're busting big money. Right? Yeah. It is absolutely possible for you to do this. Is it probable? Is the question? Probably not. Right. Uh, there's a reason we have these formalized steps because if I want to take the analogy and I want to shift it to a different field, let's say you want to be an airline pilot. Can I just get in a plane and start pulling knobs and buttons and, <laughs> and hopefully I find myself in the air and then hopefully I find myself on the ground in a way that I enjoy. 
you know, uh, and not not enjoy because I'm crashed and not alive anymore. You know, this, why put the cart before the horse? Why do it in a way that's opposite? Rarely do you find a person that can work really well that way. It does happen, but that's not the norm. The norm is, is there is a, you need to understand about operating systems. You need to understand about servers and services and networking and how that stuff works and what's going on because you need to understand the basics of how they're supposed to work. Then you need to understand the basics of what happens when they don't work and how you fix that, right? That is going to be a major part. Now, does that mean you got to go get a CCNA or whatever? That could mean that. Like if that's the way you got that knowledge, that's fine. If it was just through a bunch of trial and error and you building labs and and playing around with stuff and or maybe you got dropped into a, a, a position at your job because they said, oh, you know about computers, huh? Well, guess what? You're now the network guy. <laughs> Enjoy. Don't kill us. You know, do a good job. And you're just kind of learning on the job. That, that could be it too. But there is typically that foundational body of knowledge of, I need to know about operating systems. I need to know about servers. I need to know about services. I need to know about networking. I need to understand a bit probably about basic security principles, I highly recommend, highly recommend understanding uh, scripting programming, especially if you're saying I want to be a pen tester. I want so to. Be a pen are you talking about like Bash, or are you talking about like yes. uh, PowerShell, yes, or, or Python, yes? Uh, but you're not talking about like C or stuff like that, yeah? No, all of the above, everything, right? So ultimately, it boils down to what I what I really mean is pick something whether it be Bash, Python, C, doesn't matter. Pick one, learn how to do it at least fundamentally, where you can write a program and it runs and it works. You can do the basic functionality of whatever language you're using. These are conditional you know, statements yeah. like ifs, uh, loops, yeah. uh, working with arithmetic, working with creating network connectivity with a program. How do I create a socket connection? Just those basic fundamental things. And now it's just learning the language from bouncing from one to the other. You're going to get proficient at one and then you're going to start applying it because if I'm looking at an exploit that doesn't work because they a lot of exploits that you find on the internet as, oh, here's a download exploit for X, Y, or Z uh, vulnerability, it's probably not going to work out of the gate by design. You need to have that. That's to discourage script kitties. They can't just mm-hmm. download it compile it, hit run, or just run the script because it's a script. You got to go in there and you got to make some modifications. If you don't know how to make those modifications, i.e. script kiddies, you're not going to have an easy time at being a hacker. Because to me, that's a fundamental thing. And here's why. Not because I think that you need to be a developer to be a hacker. is because understanding how programs are built and work gives you such an insight to the systems that you're going to be hacking on, extremely beneficial. If I don't know how PHP renders a page or how it works connected to a database and I'm looking at fill boxes and push buttons and that uh, typically I see that in connection with maybe a MySQL on the back end or a MongoDB or whatever technology. Maybe it's running in Flask and I got to be aware of some Python. Like these are standard technology, JavaScript, how does how does these web pages work? How does this application work? How do I fuzz it out to create an exploit? How do I talk to it? What's it doing underneath if it's using a standard set of of, of commands or language? 
How do I work with that? If you don't understand that, can you still do it? Yeah, but it's a lot harder. So understanding a programming, a scripting language, then once I've gained access, what if I have nothing at my, at my ready to continue to keep that access, gain, gain persistence, other than doing like living off the land? If I can't run PowerShell, I'm going to have a hard time making it do the stuff I want to do and still fly under the radar, right? Mm-hmm. So when I say learn how to do some of these things, it's not necessary. Not, don't, don't hear me say it's absolutely necessary. But man, is it extremely helpful, super helpful in more ways than just I can make up a, 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 an exploit or whatever. It gives me insight and understanding into how all these things work together and the technologies that tie and bind and how I can manipulate them because I understand the language underneath, at least fundamentally. Mm-hmm.